Hello and welcome to the podcast of the Lotus Eaters. And today I'm joined by Carl and special guest, David Atherton. Thank you. I'm very flattered you've asked me down here. So he's a, if people who don't know, David's a very good friend of the show. I'm always putting out stuff, which I must say we're grateful for. But also as a commenter in your own right and, and doing many good things. Yeah, obviously. Last few weeks, uh, I've been particularly busy, actually. And uh, I even did LBC LBC. I'm, I'm a regular on... Uh, on, on on the uh, on talk TV Friday nights, uh, loose men. On uh, so I'll be doing that. I started off doing it every sort of three weeks, and then went up to two weeks, and now they tend, tend to get me on on a, on a weekly basis. So uh, eleven o'clock Fridays, uh, tune in. Uh, you can hear some really frank, really frank views from uh, people like myself and uh, the people I work with. All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about Ilhan Omar spilling the beans. Uh, ladies, don't take the bog pill, and the MAGA border, which will just be good fun. So there we are. Yeah. I have a couple of announcements to make. So firstly, we have an announcement, which is, I believe, after this. So at 3 p.m. UK time, so 30 minutes after the podcast ends, there'll be a Rumble Live. This is number nine, the total collapse of the Conservatives, open brackets party, which, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, nothing actually conservative about them. Mm. Uh, There's also an announcement, which is apparently from this week onwards, Lads Out will be moving to Friday, 3 p.m. instead of Thursday. So I don't know. Fill in your calendars. I assume you all had it for the rest of the year put in, and now you'll have to cross it out and move it Obviously. a day. Obviously. Yes. Get your crayons out. <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's begin, shall we, with the news. So we have good news. Ilhan Omar is now my favorite person because she decided to just tell everyone that the right wing of the Anglosphere are entirely correct. Uh, in fact, they're understating the, the threat of mass immigration. <laughs> we, we will go further than they believe. And she did with this speech in Somali thinking no one would translate it. Ah, uh, yes. Google Translate doesn't exist anymore. Thank you, Elon. Elon. I mean, to be fair, Somali is probably one of the weirder languages in the world that you're not going to translate that often, but here it is. And we're not going to play it because it's all in, you know, foreign. But you can read the, the subtitles there, I suppose. And I've written the cliff notes and I'll, I'll say them, I suppose. So the main point is that Somalis are of the same blood and are an organized society. I mean, that's definitely debatable, right? I, I mean, if you've seen Somalia, yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... that's <laughs> funny enough, I was doing some research on this uh, uh, yesterday. I did a control... F, I got on the Somali page, Somalia page. I put control F Civil War. I had 24 <laughs> references. <laughs> yeah, just... Just, yeah. Anyway. So the uh, other aspect there is um, on, the, on the blood thing. She says that Somalis are also uh, Somali first and Muslim second. And I think that first point, getting back to, I mean, obviously it's untrue in the motherland, but it's true in America is what she's saying too, which is Somalis may be from different tribal groups and in the homeland, they'd all be killing each other over a Mars bar. But in the United States, well, they are one group with one voice and one influence. I believe her. In fact, she goes on to say that Somalis in the United States are the greatest source of power for Somali irredentism. I didn't realize most people didn't know about Somali irredentism. So, um, sorry, what's, what's, I don't know what irredentism means. Irredentism means uh, the reclamation of lost lands. Oh, okay. So the uh, Germans claiming Alsace Lorraine. Land and, yeah. yeah. The Italians claiming the Roman Empire. Yeah. That's what Somalia yeah. claiming the great Somalian Empire. No yes. British London, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. The English in London. Yeah. <laughs> we have our own irredentist claims. Um, they also say that on this topic, because the United States wants to sign an agreement with Ethiopia and Somaliland, which is a separate, well, is a province of Somalia that claims independence because the rest of Somalia is mental. Yeah. Fundamental reason being that Somaliland was occupied by the British, so it was a functioning society. 
The rest of Somalia was occupied by the Italians. And for some reason, there's babidi boopy chaos. So there we are. <laughs> but she says that um, Somalis in the US, they're going to thwart this deal because they are the biggest uh, source of power to thwart the ability to stop Somali irredentism because they are Somalis in the US acting as a fifth column to thwart US interests in favor of Somali interests. This is her words. This is her description of immigration. But once you get those groups here, they will do this. She then also goes on to say, Somalia is for Somalis only. That's a oh, is it? ending statement. Right. Now, um, real quick, I suppose, we'll just take a look at the greater Somali empire. Right, okay. Shaded in green here on this Wikipedia map. I mean, that's quite a large area, to be fair. Yeah. So the, the old dictator, before it became a, a joke chaos state, yeah. uh, tried to claim all of this. There was a big war. We sided with the Ethiopians and then sided with the Somalians for a period because Cold War was weird. Yeah. And, um, well, it all failed. And the people got ethnically cleansed. The situation was considered settled. But, of course, the Somalis are never going to believe that. <laughs> Nothing in Africa is ever settled. No. So they want to go to war with uh, Djibouti, Ethiopia, and Kenya, which um, yeah. you don't even have a, a currency. So, <laughs> Right. Um, yeah, she actually, uh, well, how she got to America, she actually fled to Kenya in the first place. Indeed. So well, 1995, I think that was, and uh, then she was given asylum in America. Right. What, what gratitude does she show? Yeah. Well, she does show great gratitude to the motherland. And that's the, the fundamental thing that came out of this entire speech, I think. The place she was chased out of. Yeah. So even in a situation in which someone flees a genuine war, they're a refugee granted asylum in a first world nation like the United States, and then are given all the opportunities all of the ability to see this is definitely better than Somaliland, if not the rest of Somalia, mm. still not on board. This person was still not on board, became an elected representative, you know, gets paid handsomely out of the taxpayer, still not on board with the American project, still not on board with the idea that America should come first, if not the only thing that should come, if you're talking as a citizen. Yeah. Instead, the thing that should come in her mind is her old tribe, yes, Somalia. And this is a, a real tough problem that I think the entire Western world has been dealing with. The Eastern world understands and takes weird precautions against it. Well, you know, isn't, isn't this the, general, the problem generally with many people that settle in the West? Their, their first um, uh, poor call is their is a home country, uh, the, the country they came from rather than Britain itself or, or, the, or the country they're, they're living in in the West. Yeah, but the fundamental thing there, they're trying to serve two tribes. They're trying to serve, in her particular case, the American tribe and also the Somalia tribe. So sure. when it comes down to it, because we always, in the, in the West, it's a thing where you can have dual citizenship, for example, and in the East, it's just not. And the reason for this comes down to, do you believe that someone can support two tribes? And that breaks down at a point of, well, what about US versus Somali interests in the case of Somali irredentism? Yeah, well, a cynical person would say that she's actually not trying to serve two tribes. She's exploiting one tribe for the benefit of the other. Well, those are her own words, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> a cynical person or an honest Somali politician yeah. <laughs> might tell us. I was being... Lighting the candle at both ends, but I said, I think. Yeah, I was trying to be polite in the sense that you could have someone who was trying to hide it, but she's definitely not one of them. So, so basically, what Il Ilhan Omar is, is a colonialist. Yeah. No, she, she's not an immigrant. She's a, a Somalian colonialist living in America. And I, I don't even blame her for having sentimental bonds that are stronger to her native land and people than to some place she fled to as a refugee. Uh, we should just bear that in mind. Yeah, of course. 
And this isn't news either. I mean, every other group of significance that has acted in this way has been open about it in the West. Somali's just one of them. Yeah, but, but she's made a living out of it, though. Yeah. Absolutely. I do want to give a fair point, because I know what she's going to say in response, because she's a Somali Muslim, which is... Um, a racist. Uh, well, no, because, um, I mean, this guy says that tens of millions of US citizens are acting in the same regards with their same groups. And she would say, well, what about Israel? And she wouldn't have a terrible argument. There are people in the United States who put Israel before the United States. Yeah. Nikki Haley saying she's one of them here. Well, we, most American politicians are in this position. For people who can't see, we're reading a tweet from her where she says, it has never been that Israel needs America. It has always been that America needs Israel. <laughs> How did America get by before 1948? Who knows? <laughs> How did they defeat the Nazis? Yeah, I, I, I look at myself as a Zionist, Zionist, but even I don't go that far. Yeah, that's bonkers. That's why. But that bonkers mentality does perpetuate the United States. It's a real thing. And it's a mirror image of that situation where... It's become sort of right-wing virtue signaling in America. Yeah, which is really cringe. Embarrassing, yeah. Because, of course, if you're right-wing, by definition... Like you should be fighting for your tribe, and your tribe there is the Americans, and therefore American interests trump every other nation's. But no, instead, foreign group I'm obsessed with trump my own nation's interests. Well, well, well done to Lauren Chen for ratioing her, though. Yeah, <laughs> very good. And um, it's not the only one, of course. I mean, in more recent times, well, actually, in less recent times, um, Ukraine as well. Uh, looking yeah. at this one, America can't survive without Ukraine. You can take an argument on either side of the Ukrainian war, absolutely. But if we're talking about Mr. Biden, let's be frank, he doesn't give a shit. He, he only cares because he's got financial interests in Ukraine. And it's just transparent at this yeah. point. The, the military-industrial complex and all that. Yeah, not to mention his son with yeah. charisma. Yes, of course, yes. You know, he's got to keep the family end up, isn't he? And I, I just want to thank Ilhan Omar for yeah. bringing up this conversation, if nothing else, because it's evident that this is the case. I mean, Somalia for Somalis only is also quite a bold statement. Yeah, I'll get it back on her if we want to say more about it, because it is a hell of a speech for someone in any position to say. Somalia is for Somalis only. Yeah. Right. So there's 45% of Somalia's population are not even ethnic Somalis. Now let's talk about London. Mm. She, she's treading, she's treading, treading on thin ice there, isn't she? I mean, that, she, That's a quite appalling thing to say. She would be if her skin color was lighter. By liberal standard, yes. I don't even... I, I get what you mean by the American context. They judge everything in the mainstream by whiteness or whatever. Yeah. But obviously that's not true, because if you talk to Russians or Polish or anything else, like they're all able to deal with ethnic terms. That's perfectly normal. Yep. It's just the... Um, I suppose the Anglosphere and the bits cut off next to it are the ones who can't. And it's, it's just mad that instead we're like, oh, everyone will just become like us and think that their ethnic identity doesn't matter. What have you been smoking? What you, like, <laughs> where have you got that idea from? But also it makes us look really, really silly to these people because they know the world doesn't work like that. And they know that we think that it does. And so they know they can spout the Western platitudes to one audience and then go back to the home audience and say, no, the Somalis are winning in America because we are taking everything we can from them and enriching ourselves from it. And they're too stupid to recognize what we're doing. Hmm. Uh, that, was, that was the thing that Yasser Arafat was always accused of, of saying one thing to the Americans and saying one, one thing to, to the Palestinians back at home. I'm sure that's because that's what he did. Yeah. yeah. But it's funny how for us, that's a criticism of him. Yeah. Whereas in the rest of the world, that's just him being smart. 
If you yeah. were to say he lies to the Americans, that's not actually criticism of him. Yeah. That's he's on our side. Well, I, 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 I say that was also disingenuous as well. Well, yeah, of course. But when you're dealing with national interests, that's all that matters for these groups. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm horribly naive. I, 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 <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be fair in life, you know, and, and be consistent in yeah. my views. But you should take them as they present themselves, I think. Because that's what we're looking at here. I mean, you're perfectly right. I mean, the way we come to these issues is usually, well, let's take people at their, their best and, and deal with in good faith. But when you're dealing with a, a group here, I mean, the particular group in that room and her herself saying, we will literally exploit the United States yeah. for our own irredentist claims. Sure. You know, yeah, there is no good faith. You know, it's, you know, you, I, but I, also she's going to pose as a left winger while she's in the United States. Mm. So now she, she's found a philosophy that actually facilitates and encourages that. Well, you know, it's white supremacy in the United States. I've been a victim of racism my whole life, blah, 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 blah. And I'm a hardcore Somali ethnonat. Ethno naturalist. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But basically, it's somebody a lot lighter, to use your word, to something like that in Britain. Or in America, you know, in the same context, they'd be denounced to be denounced as far right racists. Well, they may well be arrested. Yeah, saying something like, "No, no, actually, people have been in the yeah, year, actually." But, so, yeah, so you know, two-tier justice hits again, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. On your left-wing point, because I have a story to tell, which is that I don't actually see this again in the West. We go, "Oh, you're left-wing, but you believe back home Somalia for the Somalis," and it's a criticism, like that Yaffa Arafat thing. But of course. In the context of if you're a Somali or a dentist, again, that's not a criticism of her. That's she's yeah. so smart. She's able to play these, you know, <laughs> I was, I was going to say like white vampires or something that I don't know because I don't know what slurs they use for us, but I'm sure they've got one. But the. I think they just call us idiots. Yeah, probably. But the story I was going to tell is that this isn't rare either. Um, the best example I can think of is Joseph Polsudski for Poland. So during the Russian Empire in the First World War, he joined the socialists to try and get Polish independence for Poland because he was a Polish nationalist. And then once they finally got it, he had a meeting with all the socialists and said to their faces, up until now, I have been on the tram of socialism, but the next stop is independence, I must get off. Which is them, him saying to their face, I've been playing you, you mugs, bye. Yeah. Which, of course, none of the Polish nationalists disliked him for doing that. They were like, our man. Sure. Uh, in, in, instant appreciation. But getting back to the U.S. interests, because I was making the point that, yep. of course, um, U.S. interests should come first if you're the U.S. Not hard case. But it's not. And U.S. interests should come first if you're a Nazi. And I, I think some of the things you'll find interesting is the U.S. interests dissipate in some places as well, because there may be conflict, but the U.S. suddenly isn't that interested. I mean, Libya is one I'm thinking of, which once upon a time people cared about for all of five minutes. Yep. And then there's the Western-backed government there, but nothing's going there. Never is on the news. No one cares about it. Yeah. Um, Afghanistan, I mean, that disappeared. Yep. I, mean, I know the US lost and everything, but again, there's no money to be made, so what's the point? And then Sudan, which... Hmm. Well, I think the Chi Chinese have, uh, have filled the vacuum in, in Afghanistan. Yeah. The Americans literally can't get drilling rights. Yeah. So they're yeah. not going to do any mineral mining. You know, and I'll tell you something, losing Colonel Gaddafi out of Libya has been a disaster for the West. It's been a disaster for Libya. Yeah, as well as, yeah. Disaster for everyone. Actually. Whether you like Gaddafi or not. Yeah. So look at the consequences. I know, I know. But getting back to Miss Omar, mm. because this speech obviously is blown up in the American sphere, and rightly so. Yeah. This wasn't new though, was it? <laughs> like, come on. A lot of people just kept finding, you know, footage of her talking in Somali yeah. and then getting a translator to run it. So this is her giving a speech behind a massive portrait of the dear leader with the dear leader on the front of it as well, talking about how much she loves him. 
So we have a very special relationship. He calls me his girl. This is talking about the president of Somalia. Uh, Somalia is our home. It is our heart. We always think about Somalia. Yeah. I mean, she's a, our president. Yeah. That's, I mean, she, she is just coming out and saying that, yeah, I'm a Somali colonizer in America. I'm going to exploit the land for as many resources as I can get for the advantage of Somalia. And it's like, yep. Sure. Notice she's wearing a larger hijab in this one where she's address, addressing the people back home directly. Yeah. She never used to wear that either, in case you're wondering. Mm. Only in uh, 2001 did she decide to start wearing the hijab because she wanted to represent Muslim identity, is how she puts it. Well, so it was yeah. never actually a sincere conviction about the, the proper, uh, proper way to dress. But follow the story. Um, goes on. This is her talking here, where she talks about returning back to our nation back home. Uh, not Virginia. Um, it's uh, Somalia, weirdly enough. She also decided to do some more speeches. So this is when she is talking at a rally. And in this clip, she accidentally says, my country, when referring to Somalia, and then very quickly... Uh, quote unquote corrects herself to saying the country I came from. All right. I mean, it's still your country. Yeah. And then she uh, did something weird whilst this all blew up. She retweeted this chap who was saying, you need to take legal action against everyone defaming your character. And she was explaining that you can't sue people telling me to go home. <laughs> Again, smiley understanding of the US legal system. And um, this guy here, of course, is well, a hardcore Islamist. He wants the hmm. caliphate back. There is a power with numbers. Breed like rats and establish global dominance. Inshallah, the 21st century will see the great rise of Islam. Glory to, be to Allah. Hmm. Well, the interval is coming. He's going worldwide. He went a bit further than this because he wasn't just claiming, of course, the Muslim lands. Um, he then went on to tweet that out. That's, that's his pin tweet. <laughs> Long live the great replacement. And a picture <laughs> of Minnesota, is that? <laughs> yes. Is that the Somali flag on it? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Is, yeah. Why would she do this? <laughs> Just be aware that there are people who have designs on what you have, Americans. Yeah, sure. And you be can aware. you can check out the local community and, and see actually this guy's wrong. Oh, yeah, sure. He's Little totally Mogadishu. It's it's as American as this footage. I'm gonna shut that up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my, my my instinct is it's that I think Ilham uh, uh, Ilham Omar has, uh, has gone to gone to the Congress. And she's made little, little, uh, little, little impression on the place. No, she's a small fish in a big pond. Not in Somalia, she's a big fish in a big pond. Right. And that, yeah, you know, I, I, I can only think that's that's her mentality on this one. Uh, and she's pro probably quite shocked as well the amount of pushback she gets from Republicans and people generally in this country to to her lifestyle and and, and views. To be honest with you, I think she's more cunning than that. I don't think she's shocked at all. I think that she knows that that's the pushback she'll get. It's just that the ruling moral order gives her an advantage over them. Sure. I, I'm a lot more cynical on that. Oh, okay. This is why I mentioned Joseph Polsudski, because I, I don't think... I'm not sitting here being angry. I'm sitting here being like, yeah, God damn, smart operator. This is, what you, this is what you expect to see. This is what you should expect to get but when you set this system up. Joseph actually had a good claim, which is um, Poland's being oppressed <coughs> by the Russians and the Germans. We yeah. need independence. She is literally saying, I'm going to infiltrate the global superpower uh, and get their interests subverted, which, okay. Um, Somali is being oppressed by those Somalis over there. What do you want to bet the American interactions on this was when this blew up? Um, I, I know some people have called for, uh, for her expulsion from Congress, um, but uh, I'm not too sure how, 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 the, how the left have, have um, uh, reacted to it. So please, please inform me. Well, but let me take a guess, right? So the left are actually very 
pleased with her active disloyalty to the United States, right? But the right have actually gone out of their comfort zone and say, hey, maybe she should be told to F off. Pretty much. I think you're, you're both right. Because we'll start off with Matt Walsh. She just says, um, go home. Yep. Which, yep. Um, I think that's a perfectly reasonable response. You're a Somali nationalist. Maybe. Literally is like, this is my home. So, <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. Um, the left response I saw was people being like, no, no, you can't tell her to go home. What are you, racist? What's racist about it, Hassan? Unadulterated racism against a US congresswoman sitting at 44,000 likes. 57 by the time we film this. But what's racist about the person from Somalia saying Somalia is my home and I love it there? Uh, And so he's like, cool, go back to Somalia then. And that's pure unadulterated racism. Somalis aren't the black race either. No. On no level does this make sense. But I think I think anthropologically, uh, Somalians are actually counted as, as Caucasians. <laughs> Seriously. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not fully elected. Arab admixture, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, God. Well, it might be, so, might be subset Semitic. But, yeah, but, but anyway. More Arab trickery. Yeah. <laughs> it really doesn't matter because it's not racist for Matt Walsh to suggest yeah. that someone who loves Somalia can return there and be happy. Yeah. That's, I, just, not, that's just not racism. I demonstrate yeah. this, um, not because Hassan is... You know, he's funny, of course, in his wrongness, but yeah. there wasn't an argument, really. I, it, love the, I love the communists. There's nothing redeemable about the conservative movement. Yeah, I would expect that from a communist. If there was something redeemable about conservatism from the communist perspective, I would be like, right, there's something wrong with conservatism then. Yeah. Yeah. But the point here is that there wasn't an argument. There was nothing. Because what you meant to say, if you're left-wing, actually, <laughs> all, all you can shout is just a buzzword, which is racism in this case, and that was the end of it. Sure. They had nothing. It was like, oh. That's interesting. Oh, dear me. So, no, so, so, so basically, basically the left, it's, it's what a battery from the left, in other words. Yeah, there was a complete nothing. No, I mean, because what do you do? No, no real comment. An immigrant subverter says, yes, I am an immigrant subverter, and that's what my entire community is doing. Yeah, sure. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there is no defending that. You're oh, sort sure. Of, well, I, oh. I think in America, I think the, the Oberson window as well on immigration has shifted to the right as well. Oh, yeah. No, well, so. Thanks for things like this. Yeah, I, I know. You know <laughs> it's a glorious own goal, isn't it? You know, from from, from uh, Ilan Omar's point of view. But uh, no, no, I, I, you know, the whole thing is if you don't don't like where you're living, go and live, go and live somewhere else. You know, it's basic, simple logic to me. So there was a, a joke that came out of this, which people were saying, or at least there's an argument of, of why she shouldn't be here, which is, um, well, you know, <laughs> sorry, I forgot about that good meme. <laughs> there we are. It's, it's terrible to tell her she should go home, but. Um, they, you know, Hassan's not the only one. <laughs> so um, this chap said to me, if she's a Somali nationalist, it's praiseworthy. If an American says it, it's racist. It's very simple. You either get comfortable being called racist or you are ruled by foreigners loyal to their own tribe. The rest are lies. I think this chap is right. because I mean, I'd literally just put a speech bubble from Ilhan Omar from that. Yes. Because that's literally what she's saying. Because getting called racist by people like Hassan, it means nothing. It's, you shouldn't be afraid of it at this point. It's pointless. Not even talking about race, we're talking about ethnicity. Yeah, sure. So you're just, it's just having your time. Just, you know, how, how, how I deal, deal with people calling me racist, you know, occasionally on, on Twitter, is I just say, well, the people that pointed out uh, the grooming gangs were called racist as well. Pointless term. Yes. Point. Uh, just how many times on a daily basis does Hassan accuse someone of being a racist? Yeah. Like, why would I care about, like, mm. oh, this is literally your entire stock in trade. This is how you make your money. I don't care what you think is racist. You're a mm. communist. Yeah. So anyway, wonderful lecture from Ilhan. Um, pointless discussion <laughs> from the <laughs> conversation of uh, left-wingers, as usual. 
Um, the right have got something on their mind, though, which is maybe we should do something. So Ron DeSantis came out and said, expel her from Congress, then denaturalize her, and then deport her. Now, this is an interesting one because... Where was that on your presidential run? <laughs> <laughs> so she became a... Uh, well, the first thing to say, which is you can't denaturalize a natural U.S. citizen. There's Yet. Well, she's not a natural U.S. citizen. Hmm. She is someone who came to the United States and then claims the naturalization process. She became a U.S. citizen in the year 2000 when she was 17 years old. And so what ways can this be done, just out of a, a sense of what could be done? I don't know the law, of course, but there's a, an article in here where they're talking about why could this happen. And the big thing on here is that if you lie on your application, so if you make uh, factual uh, wrong claims about the reason you're here or your name or anything else is what they list. What about marrying your brother? What about her brother? Yeah. We'll get to that. Oh, okay. Right. That wasn't during that period she was 17. But I think there's another claim to be made here, which is the oath. The oath she oh. could actually lie on. Because the starting line... Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I hereby declare an oath that I absolutely and entirely renounce and abjure all allegiance and fidelity to any foreign, foreign prince, potentate, state, or sovereignty. Yeah, well, obviously. To whom I was which and have henceforth been a subject or a citizen. Well, okay, so you are yeah. still loyal to the state of Somalia in your own words. We, you did lie on your oath. Yeah. I don't know if there's ever been a case like this before. I mean, it's pretty crystal, crystal clear. Yeah. I mean, as the law is written, I think you could make the argument. So, um, Good question. Has, has anybody in America been, been stripped, of their, stripped of their passport and deported? For lying under oath. Yeah. The oath part here. For whatever reason, you know, it could be criminal offences or something. Like that. <laughs> well, they've been done for lying on the application. That's why I mention it. But th this oath part wasn't mentioned. But I mean, she literally has re repudiated this oath. Yeah. I'll end this off with, as you mentioned, the brother thing. Um, so, because this is what instantly came to my mind. And this is a bit of a weird one because it's never been proven. So, she, the claim is that she married her brother and then got him US citizenship that way by marriage rights. And obviously, that's not allowed because incest is illegal in the US. Not everywhere. And um, we can't disprove that because the paperwork in Somalia doesn't exist. Of course it doesn't. Cock. So these weirdos decided to do a DNA test by stealing cigarette butts. And they say that they proved that it's definitely her brother. But the source is really sketchy because the guy who did this, like the day after, got done for trafficking young girls. So it's like, eh. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, by the way, guys, don't complain too loudly. He, he uh, actually went to America from Britain. <laughs> yeah. He was a British citizen, I believe. Or, yeah, okay. Okay. But it's a great question, though, and I think one that the, the right should really be seriously looking at in the United States is the denaturalization process. Because in her case, you've got the perfect candidate for making the legal argument and making it precedent. Because if an immigrant citizen comes to the United States but actively hates the United States, says they are foreign first, and then uses their position in the US to advocate for foreign aims... What is the point of the United States if they can't reject those people? What is the point of the oath? Yeah. Why, why have rules? Yeah. No. I, you don't have laws at that point. Yeah, indeed, yeah. So, and this isn't new for us, just to bring us back, because we've been here. Um, yeah. uh, Hamza, you, uh, sorry, not Hamza. He's a, <laughs> Hamza. He's next. <laughs> Cap, Cap, Captain Oak. Yeah, because he was a British citizen. Maybe and we, his backside with, with, with the wrong one. Anyway. We did take away his um, British citizen rights. Shamina Begum's another one. Yeah. Usually we've done this for terror offenses, but it's, it's not unusual to actually just strip people of the, their citizenship in the UK for being active enemies. and Being literal traitors. Yeah, and uh, with the United States, 
well, get on with it. In the well, United States, they get elected to Congress. Well, indeed. Well, the other, the other, the other side of the coin, though, is, is, is Britain was too cowardly to arrest the guy, to Abu Hamza, and it was left to the Americans to show some muscle and get, and get him extradited back to America where he's serving life. Indeed. You know, so, you know, we're, we're pathetic. Yeah. But there we are, um, of the American right. Um, sincerely, this is an interesting point and something they should actually try. Let's see where it goes. On that, let's move on. My brother Mouse. Uh, yes. Thank you. Um, my mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies, um, don't take the bog pill. And I mean this sincerely. Uh, I don't know why you're doing it. I don't know what you think the end advantage of it is. But as a man, uh, I'm telling you, it doesn't look great. And so I have a panel of men uh, who will uh, give their opinions on this expert women judges <laughs> but before we go on i realize this is um an uncomfortable topic for some people but i actually really agree with george orwell if liberty means anything at all it means the right to tell people they do not want to hear i think there are many people who don't want to hear this and so i will be ex exercising that right until i get in trouble for it uh then i'll get the platform <laughs> but uh, if you want to support us by the way go over to the merch stop uh merch store shop.mosis.com and check out our merch it's all really great i designed it personally and uh, it helps us keep the lights on, so we appreciate your help. Right, so let's begin with the Bogandovs. Have you seen these people before? They're a meme. Yeah, I have. They're hideous. Slightly. Can we click on their face there just to make not, it bigger for the audience? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Right. So um, these were uh, of Polish and uh, Russian descent, but grew up in France, uh, and they became... Uh, so they're, quote, French twin television presenters, producers, and essayists. And in the early 2000s, they got in a lot of trouble for the Bogandov Affair, which uh, brought to light the fact that the brothers had written nonsensical advanced physics papers that were published in repu ret reputable scientific journals. Um, but to me, that's not the interesting thing about them. Uh, the interesting thing about them is, of course, why do you look like that? This is them in the early 90s, uh, possibly with some sort of facial alteration. They do look a bit weird. Yes. Uh, and then this is them a lot later on. Eh. Uh, they also had facial um, surgery as well. Yeah, they've had lots of... Uh, well, I mean... <laughs> well, they look like children characters, you know? Well, the, the Bogandoff twins themselves denied undergo having undergone plastic surgery. Uh, this <laughs> come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally natural <laughs> yeah um the uh the, the the media of course noted this the sydney morning herald uh Cannes film festival and all this they're all like well hang on a second you you look slightly unusual you must have had some sort of surgery uh but according to uh former education minister of france luke ferry a friend of the brothers uh, they had both received Botox injections for cosmetic treatment. So yes, they obviously have had some sort of cosmetic treatment. They both died during COVID, from COVID, actually. Um, tragically, of course. Uh, and so that is what the internet meme recognizes as the bog pill. And uh, women are doing something very similar. My face before I got all my fillers and my glow up. Which would you rather take on a date, gentlemen? Left. Left. As I'm looking at it. Yeah. Uh, why does she think that's a glow up? 
women believe women. Yeah, the hype. You know, a, a, you know, when they come back for the operation, everyone out of politeness is going to turn around and say, "You look wonderful." Out of politeness, if nothing else, it seems to be some kind of viral fad that is the consequence of social media. Yeah, um, I mean, it's terrible. She's not talking about her surgery or anything like that. She's talking about just normal life. And I, I don't want to be accused of bullying or anything like that. I'm actually Brilliant. quite sympathetic. Like, why did she feel she needed to do that to her? No, no. She looks stunning woman from that. Yeah, I bet I bet she was a good-looking woman before. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying not to be rude. Yeah. That uh, does look like a filter or a mask. Yep. I'll say, when I see photographs like that, I, instinctively, the first thing I think of is they're the victim of domestic abuse. Covering things up, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I'm actually a lot more sympathetic um, because I, I actually think that this is the consequence of a person being in a particular mind space where they have lost perspective on what good and bad actually is. Because... I bet she was a fairly normal-looking, rather attractive woman before she got this done to herself. Sure. And she paid thousands of dollars to have this done. And I just... Why are you sympathetic about that? Because it's sad. Yeah, things are sad. It's not sympathetic. I mean, if you burn your own hand, it's not sympathetic. It's just like you're an idiot. Sure, but if everyone around them is telling them the same thing, and they're kind of trapped like this now, there's no going back once you get to this sort of thing. By the way, I did do a little bit of research on this but, uh, because I, it's not something I know, know too much about at yeah. the least. But I, 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 um, do, do you remember going back literally 20 years, the Chapman, the footballer, was, was dating Leslie Ash? And she yeah. was the first, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. first person I can remember actually having the lip, lip thing yeah. done. I, I, I checked that out. It's 2003. Yeah. So we've had 20, 20 years plus of this. Yeah. And, she, know, and she, again, a good-looking woman who didn't need it. Yeah. It's like, what the hell's wrong with you? No, no. Leslie Ash looked far better when we got yeah, the, yeah. the operation. Absolutely. Um, and so this the reason that I'm talking about this is because it was recently propelled into the headlines by uh Erin Moriarty. Now, you may not be familiar with her if you don't watch The Boys, but The Boys is a popular Amazon series uh in which she plays a character called Starlight. And Starlight is meant to be a kind of wholesome all-American girl from like, you know, Ohio or something who happens to... The, the Boys is like a parody of superhero uh, movies and stories. And so she finds herself with superpowers and she joins this organization called Vought that kind of manages the superheroes. And it's deeply corrupt. Everyone in there is perverted and evil. And she's like the one good person in there and has to struggle with that. And that's why they obviously chose a woman like her. She looks like the girl next door. She looks like the very attractive girl next door that you'd hope one day to marry or something like that. Because she's a very good-looking woman. So recently, she posted this on her Instagram. I think that's about the least worst I've seen. This is this is much less extreme. Yeah, it's much less extreme. That's why I was so not sympathetic to that woman before. Because come on, yeah, I I can I can imagine someone getting some injections or whatever, thinking about a great idea. And I think yeah, it was wrong. But that woman before was just, I mean, well, she did look like she came from another planet. Yeah, but this you, I think that. I mean, the internet. This is just a big downgrade. That's yeah. definitely how the internet views it. Um, uh, it, it, it. To my mind, you know, from a attractiveness point of view, oh it, it's the image on the right, but the lips on the left. Does so, anyone else think she looks transgender? 
that's one of the problems with facial surgery is that a lot of male to female transgender person, people do get this kind of facial surgery. Um, and it's not genuine, generally an improvement. Um, I mean, I, I just haven't seen anyone saying that they prefer the right to the left there. Uh, I know I personally would prefer the left and it's, it looks like she's been hollowed out in some way. It might be me being old and I've, you know, for the sort of the maturer picture. Yeah. The might have something to do because I'm old. Uh, what you prefer the right? Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, you know, sort of, you know, sort of the facially, the, the part of her lips, I think you know, she looks a lot maturer than the one on the left. Um, right. like, yeah. She's 22 on the left and 28 or 27 on the right. Yeah, I know, yeah. But yeah, you know, but, but she looks a lot older <laughs> yeah. on the right, doesn't she? Well, you know, it's, Sorry, it's just funny the way you said it. Yeah, I know. But you know, it's only uh, a space of like five years. Yeah. So she shouldn't have aged dramatically. Yeah. But she looks um a bit sad, I would say. But that's the picture she put on her Instagram. Yeah, sure. Uh, and so this got everyone saying, well, hang on a second. She's had loads of plastic surgery yeah. uh, that was unnecessary. Yeah. You know, she's a very good looking woman before. There was no need for this. Uh, and so people started speculating. I mean, there are, there are other pictures where she just looks far worse. Um, but uh, this uh, is something that people talk about a lot because, of course, she denied that she had had plastic surgery. And everyone's like, look, you obviously have. And plastic surgeons, uh, would say things like, well, she's obviously had rhinoplasty, which has changed the shape of her nose. If we can just go up and see the picture there. Changed the shape of her nose. She said buccal fat removal, which is apparently the fat in your cheeks to make your, uh, to basically hollow out your cheeks uh, to make you look more skeletal. Uh, Blairophiloplasty, I don't know what that is. She said V-line jaw surgery and a boob job, uh, as well as fillers and Botox in her lips, which is the uh, speculation from people who do plastic surgery. Uh, but why does she feel the need to do this? Like she's got like millions of male fans. She's on TV. What is it that's going on in Hollywood and on social media that's making me think that extreme that? narcissism, but she doesn't look any better. <laughs> well, we know um, that, but narcissistic people usually don't do anything good for themselves. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm. You know, presumably she's just striving, striving more and more and more. Yeah. Um, you know, to, to to look better and better and better. It's um, no, um, no, I, uh, I, I, I don't quite understand it. I, I suppose you shouldn't be sort of complacent with happy with 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 what you're doing and happy with your life completely. You should always strive to improve yourself, but that is completely over the top. Yeah, uh, and the thing is, um, as we get to this, is influential for lots of young women yeah uh, and again she was in her 20s when she did this if she was in her 40s okay fair enough i yeah. understand mm. you know but you're in your 20s you're at the peak of your beauty you don't sure. need to worry about this at all mm. uh and so she ended up um getting quite angry at the internet because the internet was like look you're ruining your looks why are you doing this uh she ended up getting into a beef with megan kelly who decided to kind of intervene and say well look this wasn't necessary uh, and totally deleted her Instagram account, which is why I can't show you any of the photos from Instagram. Although, if or if it's not deleted, it's been made private or something like that. Um, that makes me think the narcissist thing is probably true, because if the response is no, it's it's the audience who are wrong. No, you're not learning. You're not actually able to learn. Yeah, 
well, as your reaction, you have lost the privilege of this account. That is narcissism. Yeah, that's literally what she said. You've lost the privilege of this account. Because uh, she's, she's going to go on a permanent break. Uh, she says she was ho- horrified by the reaction and the reductive assumptions. It's like, look, come on. We can see that you've had these surgeries. Right? I didn't actually read that line until you said it. The privilege of this account. Yeah. That is extreme. Yeah. I think we need to appreciate how mental that is yeah. to write. Because imagine sitting there thinking, ah, you know what, internet? No more pictures of this beautiful woman. Where are you going to find them now, huh? (laughs) But the the thing I can't help but notice is just that she looks sad in the middle of this, right? Like she just looks sad. And I don't know whether, yeah, I don't know whether it's the social media, the people around her, or what, you know, I have no idea what's happening in her life. But there's just a kind of sadness on her face in these things. A lack of objectivity in her life anymore. I don't know. Like, you know, before she had it done, she looked normal, you know? And then, I don't know if it's, yeah. It's like, yeah, I know. It's, you know like, it's a worry, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know what's happening. And, uh, and the content of the reply, you know, the way I've been spoken about, the way I've been spoken to, uh, I will not accept. You've been, uh, you, I've been in a hole and I've been consumed by this personal situation at hand. Sure. Okay, but this wasn't the right move, basically. And she's not the only person to have done this, of course. You've got someone uh, like Anna Taylor-Joy, who, um, again, it's just this, what I assume is supposed to be like a fetish for having like really sharp cheekbones. Uh, to have the, the book of fat. Asian sort of type look. Sorry? The Asian type look with, with, a, with a big... Yeah, yeah. But to me, it just looks more emaciated. Mm. I, you know, I, I don't know. Look anorexic. Yeah. Yeah, it's obviously worse. Yeah, it's, it's, Do you remember that beauty account we used to talk about? Which one? So there was this beauty account for people who don't know we used to talk about. And uh, it was an old woman who ran it. And she would literally just post pictures of um, what the beauty industry thinks women uh, want and therefore what women chase versus, and then she just asked men, what do you want? And the response all the time was that uh, men actually liked what women would call fatter women. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't obese people. It was like having cheek fat or yeah. fat or ass well, fat. Well, one, one, thing, one thing that men have been programmed by evolution to want is voluptuousness. There's a reason why men like big boobs and big hips and big bums. I mean, just look at the, uh, the covers of like Loaded magazine and FHM. Uh, it, and then there's the beauty industry that would show you something like that image on the left or it, the right. Exactly. And, and it seems to be leading women astray. Because, I mean, again, just like which one looks like someone you want to spend time with? Which one has this kind of holistic aura of beauty to it, you know, and it's it's obvious. Sure. Well, it, it, truth be known, I, I, I used to live live and work in New York for two years. I actually did, did date a celeb once when oh, I was yeah. over there. I, you know, I'm new, I'm new in town. Don't know where, where everybody is. Don't watch the TV. I didn't have a TV. I bought myself a piano instead. And so I, I sort of sided up this nice, nice, good, good, good young looking lady. Apparently, she, she, she was a well known actress. Oh, here's my number. No, we were dated for about six months, actually. Right, okay. What a pain in the backside. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> I, used to, I used to play football out there as well. Just very briefly, I'll give you the anecdote. And she complained if pe- people didn't bugger for an autograph. And she complained when people <laughs> did bugger for an autograph. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this is, how our, this is how our relationship came to an end. We were sitting having drinks on the Upper East Side, and we were sitting together and chatting away. And this, 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 um, I used to play football out there. And uh, this couple sidled up and uh, she sort of looked up and looked up at them. And uh, she sort of started, started smiling a bit, you know, 
And uh, the bloke said, are you, um, are you uh, Dave Atherton, the footballer? <laughs> and she was so, so pissed off at me that she was, I was recognised that she wasn't. You know, you know, you know, when it comes to items, to, to, to answer your question on items like this, people who, who are well-known actresses, extremely well-paid actresses, I have very little sympathy for them to, 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 a, to, to a greater extent because they are so narcissistic. Um, you know, I, I tried to sort of be an anchor for, for the woman I dated out in America, but she was having none of it. You know, you know. What do you even do with that person? Oh, she, she was fun to talk to. But complaining yeah. about not having people ask for your autograph. Yeah. I mean, they had a mental case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she complained when people did ask her for autograph. You know? Well, so... Uh, it, Avoid. It's, like, it's, uh, it's not necessarily that you have to have sympathy for these particular women. I, I actually just feel bad when I see this sort of thing happening to people because I just think, well, you must be trapped in a very unhealthy situation. Yeah. But this... Uh, we, we shouldn't understate the influence that these women have on other women, uh, normal yeah. women, sure. who don't have mountains of cash to yeah, burn. Yeah, yeah. So when they spend like $9,000 or you know, how many thousands it is on various surgeries, um, well, that costs them a lot of money and ends up ruining So young, particularly young, impressionable girls, exactly. 16, 17. And this, this seems to be uh, one of those things. So uh, in the UK, for example, we'll get to the American in a minute, um, it seems to be a massive growth industry, yeah. uh, which is not good, I think. Yeah, sure. Because most young women should probably be aware that men like normal young women. That's exactly the reason I gave that, gave that you know, anecdote. Yeah. Simple reasons. I much prefer the lady, you know, the, the, the woman next door, the girl down the road. Yeah. Than I would do anybody who's famous. They're a pain in the backside, I tell you. It's, it's not even that. Like, well, I mean, that is that. But like a, a naturalistic look yeah. is generally more appealing. Yeah, yeah. Just live a healthy lifestyle. That's yeah, all sure. you have to do. Uh, what? I, I went to a TV Christmas party. Um, cast and, and crew and what have you and you know a couple of the women there went all lovely on us you know you know oh, how are you doing darling and air kisses and things like that oh, you know, I just must went at the bar and I had too much to drink like I normally do it's <laughs> no um, no give me normality give, give me the guy down the pub and the lady down the pub any, any day of the week yeah, yeah. I've learned my lesson yeah but uh, apparently uh, in 2022 2022 in the UK there were 31,000 cosmetic procedures that took place, which is a 102% increase from the previous year. So it's doubled in one year. Um, and this has just been a staggering increase all over. Obviously, 93% of all of these cosmetic procedures were for women. Um, only 7% for men, obviously. Um, and it's all exactly as you would expect. It's breast augmentation, breast reduction, Abdominoplasty, uh, liposuction, neurophiloplasty, eyelid surgery, fillers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's, all, it's all this sort of thing. Mm. And in the USA, of course, this is a sure. center of this as well. Um, this is a, a growth market. It's growing 6.3% overall. Uh, and the trajectory is predicted to continue going. 54% uh, increase uh, in these surgeries alone in the US alone in 2021. Sure. That was two years ago. I couldn't find more recent figures. Um, but the point is, uh, it's a growth industry. And uh, one surgeon, Dr. Ali Ismail, a renowned fellowship-trained facial plastic reconstruction surgeon in the fields of rhinoplasty, head, uh, forehead reduction, face and neck lift, and blah, 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 suggests that it has gained more popularity due to the significant rate of the acceptance of these procedures because of social media. Uh, and so 
women tend to get a lot of these surgeries and the thing is a lot of them they're fairly um subtle as well so let's play this quickly just so you can see because you looking at this woman she looks quite normal and natural uh and you might not have known that she'd had a lot of work done 2023 and how much they cost botox twice a year i got it in my levens my frontalis and my crows botox done in my masseters as well as a lip flip twice a year trap Botox, which helps so much. And I've been getting that done twice a year as well. Now let's start with injectables. I get about one syringe a year in my lips just to maintain the shape. I get Vobella in my lips. And like I said, I get it done once a year. Now let's move on to Sculptra. Instead of doing a little bit more cheek filler because I wanted a nice pop, I actually started dabbling with Sculptra. So I did two vials of Sculptra. Moving on to my vampire facials. I do vampire facials three to four times a year. I believe I did it four times this 2023 and how much they cost. So I don't, Botox. I don't know what half that stuff is. I'm sure that there are women who do know. And all I wanted to say is this is just not necessary. Like men are It's not, completely unnecessary. Yeah, men are not thinking. Is she even particularly interesting looking? No. no. So I'll be honest, I look at her and I'm bored. She's pretty, but like, she's like, well, that, that, that's hideous, obviously. Yeah. But, but even going back to the lady who's like a, a symbol of, oh, this is worth doing because look at me. Mm -hmm. I can see how women would think that woman's pretty, but the problem, I just don't. The, just... The, the problem that the women have is that they're taking each feature in isolation, right? They're saying, well, I need, I need like wing-like cheekbones that, that come out and then I need the sort of like the hollow under. And it's like, yeah, but the, the impression that a man has when he's looking at you is that it's of a cohesive whole. So it doesn't matter if any one individual feature isn't quite as perfect as it might be when it's focused in on. When taken as a whole, one looks very wholesome and appealing and you want to talk to her, maybe take her on a date. And the other one looks like someone who actually is very sad and actually you don't want to spend much time with. Or a so, plastic doll. Yeah. Uh, so basically, ladies, there's, there's just no need for this. And yeah, I agree. I just feel bad. I agree. For the people you know, we, we like you as you are, you know. Yeah, exactly. I just feel bad for the people trapped in this mindset. But uh, I will be getting hair replacement when I finally go bald. So anyway, moving on. Don't worry, you can't see the join. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not about women to me. It's about me. Yeah, I've always had lovely hair. I don't want to lose it. And when I lose it, I'm going to get it replaced. Well, I, 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 I'm, I'm going grey. Uh, yeah, going grey is all right. Yeah. So, uh, Rather go grey than go bald. No, so I'm, I'm thinking, do, do, I have, do I have to get the Grecian out of some time? I don't know. I don't think it's something going bald. I'm doing the bold pill when I get that. Oh, yeah. 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 Not interested in the, the hair transplants. <laughs> there we are. Anyway, each their own. Right, except for the bog pill faces, which <laughs> it's not even each their own. It's just like, just, no, just no. Anyway, more news. The MAGA border. It's been proposed, boys. We're going to get it. And here it is. Right. Um, a local Democrat has come up with this concept art that we can appreciate. You guys have any thoughts? Just or? a quick thing. This is something that Trump said in like 2017 or something, right? Um, maybe. 2018. Now, he made reference to this a while uh, ago. I'm saying maybe because he denies it. What? Why would he deny it? Oh, we'll find out. But I remember him saying, it was, you know, it was just a, he was just riffing. That we should have a moat. And, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, well, mountain I, lions. And I, I, I think Donald Trump did, did, add, did add thousands, if not hundreds, sorry, hundreds, hundreds of, if not thousands of miles to, to the border. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm sure he was riffing on it yeah. in a speech one time a few years ago. Whereas, like, we could have alligators and stuff, <laughs> which I think is a great idea. Yeah. 
So this is a, a local Democrat who, who seemed to have dug that back up and said that if, my, if uh, Trump gets reelected, this is his plan for the border. He's going to have, as you can see there, alligators in a big moat that we're going to build through the desert, right? Yeah. Uh, we're then going to have electricity coming out of the fence. An electric fence, yeah. Okay. And then there's an army soldier there with a light machine yep. gun mowing down them. Yeah. Because, okay. And then there's a, a fighter jet who... I, I don't know if he knows, but I'm pretty sure those rockets, they're not rockets you get from a fighter jet. Those are the launch vessels for the Soviet space program. They're massive. I was going <laughs> to say, they look like intercontinental missiles, don't they? Yeah, like they're the kind of thing you built to go to the moon, yeah. which um, I, I presume whoever made this image for him just bug it up. There we are. This is the plan for the border, he says. Which... But, I mean, that does look like a secure border. Hmm. I'm not crossing that one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Because obviously, as you can see in the comments, everyone else is just like, okay, epic. I'm voting for him. <laughs> Pro you know. Promises made, promises kept. Yeah. Already voting? I, I think at a, practical, <laughs> at a practical level, that that, that, that couldn't be done. I, th I think the, ball, the Mexican border is 3,000 miles long. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's 6,000. Yeah. Yeah. Florida yeah. will donate her best alligators. Yeah. We'll start a breeding program to get more. Yeah. Well, well, that's uh, the thing. Once the, once the alligators are established, it'll be sustainable. Yeah. We'll buy the rockets off the Soviets. No one's left them. Uh, you can see here, I love this. When I thought I was out, they bring me right back in. <laughs> All those people who are on the Ron DeSantis train are like, I'm done with MAGA now, but you know the Democrats will never stop trying to recruit you. Yeah. So there we are. Yeah. And um, it just goes on. <laughs> Where are the spikes? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, we missed adding them. But yes, he also wants spikes. Good point. Good point. Huh? So, um, I mean, there's room where those rocks are along the base of you. Well, the, the most effective thing you can do about immigration is is, you know, if you're ever caught as an illegal, an illegal immigrant where you've been there one month, one year, a decade, you should be deported. That's the most effective way of dealing with it. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to say. I just, I found this really funny because not only did he tweet this, which is, you know, people tweet dumb stuff all the time. He yeah, went sure. to Congress with this proposal. Great idea. Sign him up. <laughs> yeah. So we'll listen to this. So it's Democrat Put this guy California. in charge of the border. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love the idea if Trump does come back yeah. as president and then is like, yeah, um, Robert, are you busy? <laughs> I need yeah. someone who understands my vision. <laughs> <laughs> Did you price this up, Robert? <laughs> Let's enjoy. I, I, I will not yield. I want to remind the public that Donald Trump and House Republicans also have their own ideas for the border. So let's review the majority's border ideas that they've actually presented. Here they are. Donald Trump actually has said that he wants to build yeah, he did alligator moats along the border. That's one of his incredible ideas. Another idea that Donald Trump has promoted is he actually wants to electrify the border fence and maybe even put some spikes on the border. That's another Donald Trump and MAGA majority border idea. Another idea, which like I'm not sure how, how well it would yeah, go, yeah, is yeah. he wants to actually bomb northern Mexico with missiles. Yeah. That's another Trump idea. And finally, I think one of the ones that I think um, is the most grotesque is suggestions that instead we should maybe just shoot migrants in the legs as they cross huh. the border. Really, the alligators. So once worse. again, the Donald Trump and MAGA plan is alligator moats, bombing <laughs> northern Mexico, shooting migrants in the legs, and electrifying the fence and putting spikes on them. That is the Donald Trump border plan. Man, I would literally, if I were Trump, I would take that clip. You know, alligators, electric fence. This is the Donald <laughs> Trump border plan. I just have that on TV all the time. Yeah, I, I just have it in the entire country. Yeah, 
I, I was sitting there, I was thinking, you know, do you, are you really criticizing this? Yeah. You know, you, know, you, you think this place. No, no. I, I, Accidental I, I, advert. Indeed, I, I, I believe the, either the Democrats are, are, are waking up to what the problem, you know, the, the border crisis oh, yeah. is at the moment, yeah. and you know, and that's only that's only, that's only going to only going to help uh, Donald Trump out even more, in my opinion. Anyway. Oh, yeah. To support your point, I have the data here. So there you are. This is Southern border encounters. So you can see this is at the the early stages, the last uh, moments of Donald Trump's uh, presidency. Yeah. With that, twenty twenty one. 2020. Yeah, 2020. So this is over Joe Biden. Oh, crap, because they got rid of the old line. That's what's happened. Ah. So there's only four lines, because there used to be one where you could see with Donald Trump, which was down here. And then it's just blown up so much. That's the first year. I can't remember. What didn't... 23, 22. And then didn't this Biden 20. begin with an executive order to like lower resistance to the border? Yeah, well, he abolished... We... <laughs> to be honest, this was really funny. Um, the US decided that because of COVID, Wink. Yeah. <laughs> we can't risk any of them Mexicans coming across. So everyone who turned up was immediately deported under health guidance, hmm. which was allowed because the, the who was suggesting that at the time. And then they just kept it. Yeah. For ages. Well, I, th I think it was what May 22. I think they finally got rid of it. Something like that. May, May 2022. But, uh, but uh, on top of Joe Biden saying that he was going to be weak on the border and then all the messaging, everything yeah. else, and then just people turning up and finding out that the Americans have stolen the British policy of just giving them all your money and your leg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, but by, by the way, my, my, my understanding, the reason Biden is doing this is I think the Democrats are, are finally admitting that they're going to they're they're lose the 2024 election mm. and they're deliberately destabilizing the country to hand it over to Donald Trump. Yeah. Quite possibly. Deliberate ploy. Yep. Also, there might be, um, what can I say? Um, and also, also as well, because most of them will go, will end up living in Democrat uh, states. They'll, they'll get extra, extra Congress yeah. and Senate seats as well. And also, uh, elections will become freer and more secure. There we are. That's how yes. I phrase it. Yes, your postal vote and, and your ballot box. Yes. Become even more secure if there are 300,000 legals every month mm. coming across. I mean, that's a mad one. 300k a month now. Uh, I mean, the numbers here, I mean, what are we looking at? That's um, 1.7K. Oh, everything's yeah. broken. So yeah. that's 3 million, 4 million, 5 million, 6 million, over 7 million now. Yeah, sure. Well, I don't, I don't you know, a Schadenfreude is, is a very nasty, nasty um, attitude to have and, and feeling. But, but when I see, see all those uh, uh, illegal migrants in uh, New York City and other Democrat strongholds, and they have to deal with it and pay for it themselves, and they're closing down schools to put people in gyms and things like that, serves you bloody well right. Yeah, the Martha's Vineyard incident. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Absolute hypocrisy. I've been there, by the way. It really is an expensive area. I bet it bloody is. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't pay a lot of taxes to keep the, uh, the immigrants out. Indeed, yeah. <laughs> you you know, think they could accommodate 50 human beings? Easily. It's, it's, it's quite rural, actually. It's quite rural. You know, when you, when you go from, you know, from a town to another town, you know, it's obviously a very small place. You go through lots of countryside, and they can easily accommodate well, thousand, two thousand people there, no problems. But of course, we can't because you know we're hypocrites. I mean, even even that sign didn't they? They said refugees welcome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But if this uh, continues, I mean, what would we be looking at by the time of ending uh, Biden's presidency? Probably eight, nine million yeah. illegals yeah. in a four-year term. Yeah, it's, it's just insane, isn't it? Yeah, I know. So purposely done. Yeah, I know. Um, Paid for by the American tax. But I, 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 I think I, I personally feel in the medium, in the short to medium term. The Democrat Party will pay very badly. Uh, will, will pay very badly for that. Hopefully, because that's now more people than U.S. births. 
So yeah. that's a thing. Yeah. Unfortunately, well, I suppose maybe fortunately Donald Trump might have changed his mind. Oh, you, really? As you rightly said, he, he did mention this before. Yeah. yeah. So this was back in 2019. He said, the press are now <laughs> trying to sell the fact that I wanted a moat stuffed with alligators and snakes. They missed yep. the snakes. An electrified fence with sharp spikes on top at our southern border. I may be tough on border security, but I'm not that tough. The press have gone crazy. Fake news. Yeah, but then seven to eight million people invaded whilst you were gone, buddy. So Yeah, maybe you need to get tougher on the border. Yeah, I mean, even at the time, people thought, well, you know, it's, yeah. it's not bad. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a good idea at the time. <laughs> exactly, yeah. 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 So, could do that. But uh, I thought we, we'd play a little game, have some fun. Top three borders. Why not? I've got some recommendations. Okay. Uh, well, it's got to be Israel's, right? That's going to be one of them, sure. In fact, I think that's number two I've listed here. I oh, know, it's yeah. number, it's this one here, which, um, I don't know, it's the one after. There we are. This is Israel. This is what you're thinking of. Yeah. yeah. But that's um, a good option. Yep. Fan favorite. I mean, there, there are bits where it's like giant concrete walls as well. Yeah. What about uh, the border of Ramallah between Egypt and uh, Gaza? Good point. That's a good one as well. I think that's actually basically the same structure as yeah. the Israel one, isn't I, it? I believe they've been putting extra, extra barbed wire on it recently. Really? Yes. Why? Appalling. They, 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 they let um, Hamza Youssef's relations go out the border, you know, open the gate and yeah. thank you very much. And, off to Turkey we go. Why don't we meet up with er Erdogan? But uh, yeah, um, so good, good border is Ramala. You know, um, the, the, Egypt, uh, uh, the Egyptians do not want the Palestinians in their country at all. Oh, yeah. And the wonderful thing about the Israel one as well, as you probably know, is massive. I mean, just, it's certainly the case that you can build this at scale because it's been done. And um, I'm sure the Americans... Well, the Chinese done. showed us that 800 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know walls work, for Christ's sake. That's a good one as well. Good uh, classic. Um, the, the other one I was thinking of, because I have experience of it, is the Hungarian-Serbian border. So this is it. Serbia to the south, Hungary to the north. Yep. This is the crossing point, nice and civilized. And then across the whole border, I don't know if you can see it very well, but there's uh, several layers of fencing, track for armed guys, I mean, the security literally have AKs, mm -hmm. driving up and down. Yep. And then they have cameras, electric uh, wire, and razor wire strewing the entire thing. And it goes on the entire Serbian-Hungarian uh, border there. Oh, God forbid a Serb gets into your country. Also, the Polish-Belarus <laughs> Polish border as well. Same thing? Same yeah. thing? I think we yeah, yeah, the Poles roll out. One, yeah. And uh, probably I can go up here and then I'm trying to remember where it is. It's not on the breast side, is it? Somewhere up there in or whatever. So they, they fortified the hell out of this. So I think this is where we had all that footage of them trying to cross at the point. And then this line here, again, is just miles and miles of razor wire. Hmm. and cameras and armed guards. So that's uh, another one. The Europeans can certainly do some. Um, but I think the king, the king of border security does have to go to everyone's favorite, uh, the North and South Koreans. No, of Congratulations. Of course. I mean, nowhere quite does it like a place with the phrase bridge of no return. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not the kind of place you have a few jars, you know, have a few sherbets in the evening and for a day you cross the border, is it? Yeah, no, they, they can't do that. <laughs> so people who don't know, because it is actually... Um, Seemingly quite fun is you have the American side over here, and then this is what everyone sees, which is those blue huts where the armistice was signed on the North Korean side. But of course, the, the border is bloody huge. I mean, it spans the entire cross section of the peninsula. 51st parallel, is it? And they don't just have a bit of razor wire like us. Um, they went a bit further than that. You've got armed guards along the whole thing, of course, on both sides. Uh, the North Korean side is quite funny, landmines everywhere. 
Uh, they also have running up to it checkpoints at every point. So you can't, if you're an off-grid citizen, just drive on down. Mm -hmm. You have to get permission. And um, as you can see, I mean, places with names like Bridge of No Return mm -hmm. and sections where you could stare at each other. I think a total in the last 10 years of two people have crossed it. Wow, that's so amazing. Very effective border. Donald Trump is one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was a guy, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> <laughs> so there well, we are. <laughs> go, go show you how bad uh, North Korea is. Uh, there's, there's somebody I know who went, went, on, went on holiday to North Korea and China. <laughs> and uh, when he was on the train uh, going back from North Korea to China, when he finally arrived in China, he felt safe again. Yeah. It's a common... The, the irony to go, to go to China and, and you feel safe. Mm. So, so, so menacing is, uh, is North Korea. There's a, a common theme of people who go on holiday and, and come back to so like, oh my God, commercialism. I'm back in capitalism. It's like, yeah. are you? No, you're back in China. Yeah, so, sure. There we the, are. Um, the, by the way, very quickly, the GDP, obviously North and South Koreans are the same, the same homologous race. The GDP per capita in South Korea is $39,000. In North Korea, it's $1,700. Yep. That's the difference between capitalism and communism. But in terms of border security, I must admit, I do actually prefer the yeah. North Koreans because they're a bit more serious about it than South Koreans, which, um, you know, do have all the razor wire and everything else. But the North having several checkpoints even leading up to it and then a bunch of uh, armed guards. You have defense in depth, Callum. You do indeed. And I, I think we should send a special envoy to Pyongyang to tell us their secrets. Yeah, I know. Then... Donald Trump's going to get Kim Jong-un as an advisor to the American border wall. Yeah, and then, uh, you it know... It could be an export industry, you know, could come to Britain, <laughs> come to Britain and be our guards. They, they make a huge amount of money, I think, from selling statues, because they're the masters. So for African dictators, they sell their statues to them. But um, yeah, they've got a new market here, which is border security. I mean, if you look at the American one, you, you're right, there is the, this is a bit of the old wall that just grabs a bit into the sea and then stops. I do feel like I could swim, swim around it. Yeah, there, are, there is a point here where they'll just stop you. Well, some guys will come up with guns. Yeah, and sure. there is uh, plenty of border wall, even though the thing is bloody huge, of course. Actually, the, the, the Canadian border is, is, is deserted near enough. Yeah, it's just some trees. Yeah, uh, sometimes. It's actually rather funny. I don't know if people have seen it before, because you, you mentioned it. It's great. Isn't it a, a, a line carved through the trees? Yeah, they pay some guys to go and cut the trees. Oh, there's yeah. not a forest there. But if you go and find somewhere where there is a forest, there's just this big gap yeah. for no good reason, because... What does it matter? <laughs> like, no one cares. Like, yeah, this bit's been cut down. Sure. Really? Is that necessary? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't going to build a fence. So what was the point? Well, you know, it just strikes me the easiest way to to enter enter America. You know, it's, it's from Canada, but uh, uh, because um, you know, there's there's very little wall, uh, very, but there's very little you know, obstacles in the way. Well, uh, it's because the Canadians are generally law abiding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, new Canadians, bit of a security risk. Wow. I'll have the conversation. But there we are. Top three borders. So there's some ideas. If Donald Trump thinks his old ideas haven't gone far enough, um, call up uh, your good friend, and I'm sure he'll sort you out. But this isn't the only thing to come out of this that I uh, enjoyed. There was uh, the liberal solution, this conversation. You know what else stops illegal immigration, guys? Foreign aid. Just, just Does give, it? Just give infinite money to the foreigners. And trust me, they won't come thinking you've got loads of money. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Do we have yeah. do we have a case study on that? Like, what, yeah. where did, what? A local man disagreed. Yeah, yeah. Infinite money to every country forever or wall. Yeah. Right. I read read Neil Ferguson's book Empire about the British Empire and what have you, and uh, he did did a chapter on <laughs> on foreign aid. Uh, or we mm -hmm. referenced it anyway. Apparently, between nineteen 
1955 and 1995, the West gave $1 trillion in aid to Africa. Oh, yeah. 500, half of that is thought to be in Swiss bank accounts. Oh, yeah. That's a space station for reference. Like, that's the ISS yeah. concept. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, and also, as well, uh, I forgot her name. She's a Zambian lady. Um, she, uh, she called it Dead Aid. And she said that giving aid to Africa and, and giving aid, aid to developing countries is a complete waste of time, and it stimmies and stops and represses mm. the economies. That- well, it's a good way to hold up corrupt regimes. You give them lots of money, and they buy lots of guns. Yeah, sure. Hire lots of mercenaries. Yeah. Uh, the best, funny enough, I've got I've got my Primark T-shirt of the day under, underneath my shirt. I, I, I do use Primarty, but most of the stuff's made in Bangladesh. Yeah. Um, in 1980, in 1985, um, 45 percent of the world lived in abject poverty or absolute poverty, i.e., two dollars a day or less. Um, the current figure for 2022 is nine point four percent. Free trade. Has facilitated it, you know. Giving, you know, just going down to Primark and, and buying buying a t shirt made from, made from, uh, from a, a place in Bangladesh is far more effective than, than paying taxes and giving aid. Now we should be very proud as, as a sort of free market champions that free, that that, uh, that uh, free relatively free world trade has has been able to bring so many probably two two billion people now now have access to electricity, education, running water. So um, we, we know we should thank ourselves. Yeah, th- we should thank Free Trade for that. Are you sure? Because it seems that I'm being told the story that nothing exists outside of the West, and if we don't let them in, then actually we're condemning them to a life of poverty, scratching around in the dirt. Uh, I don't. I know the sweat sweatshop workers. It, it, I'm, I'm I joking. Say, I say <laughs> I say sweatshop. Um, we, we, uh, absolute poverty is two dollars a day. They actually earn about a dollar an hour. Yeah, no, I'm I'm obviously just joking. Yeah, sure. Obviously, outside of the West, human life is possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're sure. <laughs> well, I, I have. Why? Well, you've got to logically infer it from all the people who turn up on the borders. Yeah. Well, where did they come from? I love how um, I think Russia got kicked out of the West, effectively. And they'll, we're also meant to believe that life is just not existing there. Mm. So, but they, but what? Human life not possible in Russia? No. no. All of a sudden, that's gone as well. Because, I mean, sincerely, what is this guy arguing exactly? You know, just send them foreign aid for what? They have societies. They've got free trade. Like, things are working, bro. Sure. Uh, the growth rates are not bad. The, the, the only thing is that, that will work is tough love. Yeah. Tough love. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that's going to work. But this, this, this Mr. Cope's position there comes from a position... <laughs> uh, comes from a presupposition. <laughs> well, his name's Brian Cope. Yeah, it is. So Mr. Cope, with his crying face and a happy mask, uh, he, well, he just assumes that we're better than that. That's, we have to give them our money in order for them to survive. There's just no other way of looking at it. Sure. So I think we're on the, on the case of um, just build the wall. Yeah, and um, if you want to add some tigers or leopards or spikes or whatever else, go for it. And that'll probably actually save the world, sure. weirdly enough. Um, but that, we're not the only people, and Donald Trump's not the only person thinking about this. Uh, there are a group of people who do seem a bit mad. They've declared themselves God's army and are traveling to the southern border to fix it, which... I think it's a little naive, <laughs> a little naive, perhaps. A lot of people are calling this story some kind of, like, FBI psyop. No, I think there are people this stupid. So this is MSNBC reporting that the army of God are heading to the border. In response to the intensifying standoff between state officials and the federal government, 
Over border security, a group calling itself God's Army has said it will be leading a convoy of up to 40,000 trucks from Virginia to the southern border this week, ending February 3rd. With its stated goal being, quote, take our border back, the convoy's organizers paint a portrait of an America that is besieged by dark, evil forces. God, they say, has charged Christians with halting an invasion of immigrants that is poisoning the blood of the country. I thought it was going to be God demands that we allow every immigrant in because God loves us all or something like that. And no, um, God's army say the uh, kill them all. And um, MSNBC are the ones saying, well, we've got a pastor on and he says that they're good people. I I think the clue is that they're coming from Virginia. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I don't think this is going anywhere, to be honest, because, I mean, it's a protest, which, oh, let's let's help out. I've heard the truckers are going down as well. May well be some sort of fed sale. Might be silly, but I, I do love the energy, though. Because, I mean, we mentioned before the medieval Total War II intro, whenever a crusade is called. Yeah. The Holy Bible may preach peace, but when Christendom itself is threatened. <laughs> but, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the army of God turn up, which, um, hell, I mean. Just well, so. we, it's game, game over for the immigrants, isn't it? What, the Crusaders are right? We'll go back quietly, Gov. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anything's going to come of it. No, uh, that's one's just a, a nice, uh, funny story, which is uh, that. But the standoff is still happening between yep. Texas and um, the, the, the red states versus the federal government. I'm not really sure where that's going because nothing's happened. Well, Biden seems to have backed down slightly on it, doesn't he? Because I, th- I think Texas has got, has got the support of 25 other uh, states. Yeah, and Biden is absconding his duty to protect the integrity of the borders of the United States. Indeed, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So, I suppose we'll, we'll see what happens with that one. But anyway, that's the MAGA border. Proposals are in the works. Um, I don't know if Donald Trump has reiterated his position. Maybe it, he's got a new one now. We can only pray. And uh, with armed nuclear weaponry. <laughs> with tripwires. Tactical nuclear mines. Yeah. So if someone does trip it, it, it spoils the, the world for everyone. <laughs> anyway, but um, leave your proposals in the comments. Let us know. Otherwise, I suppose we'll go to the video comments. So let's go to those. There oh. are no video comments. Wonderful. We'll go uh, to the written comments. Russian Garbage Human says, David, what a pleasure to have you here. Been following you on Twitter for ages. Thank you for what you do. That's very kind. Thank you. Mm. Charles says, wasn't Ilhan Omar the one who accused Jews of having dual loyalties? Come on. She's Muslim. Of course she has. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Alicia also made, made a reference to the Benjamins as well, didn't she? Buddy? She did. She, um, I mean, again, like, there's no point accusing her of being a hypocrite, but it is insufferable to see. Uh, Richard says, if you don't take the oath of allegiance or have tribal loyalties to a foreign country, then you should, be not be, you should not be sitting in office. This goes for any politician anywhere. Refusing to do so or bringing religion into it is traitorous. Religion and politics are not the same thing and should be kept apart for the benefit of everyone. We cannot serve two masters. One side is being exploited for the benefit of the other. The West is being fleeced and exploited for foreign interests. What? Um, well, actually, uh, she's not serving two masters. She's serving Somalia, as I think she's made clear. Uh, and so you are actually correct when you say you're just being exploited. And she'll tell you that. Beggar Hero says, I will say this, Ilhan says out loud what the hyphenated Americans say in closed doors. Yes. Uh, Defiantly Flippant says, if you're seeking positive rights for your race or negative rights for another, then you're a racist. 
Under the proper English tradition, racism must be socially and legally opposed. How to deal with actions such as this smiley lady is clear. We have forgotten who we are. Well, I mean, I think that Ron DeSantis had it right. Yeah. Denaturalized, deport. Yeah. Nothing more that needs to be done, really. Also might be a warning to others as well. Well, yeah, exactly. It would be an excellent warning to others. Um, Grant says, my favorite thing I saw was someone saying that she was disappointed that Ilhan would do this after suffering racist attacks for dual loyalties. Isn't that gold? Oh, it was, oh, look at those racists say you've got dual loyalties, Ilhan. She's like, yeah, I know, it's terrible. Somalia first. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, so somebody else who hasn't thought, thought things yeah. through. But like um, Joseph, I mean, he was exploiting the socialists, told them to the face he was doing that. Yeah. And this isn't a criticism. This no. isn't foolishness. This is an accurate description of their plan. Not even just accurate. It's smart. I mean, these people are actually playing politics. Mm -hmm. uh, the, I had to be crass, but the Anglos in the room who are giving good faith, etc. Mm -hmm. we're, we're not playing politics. We've actually not even joined in the game. We've lost before it's even began. Yeah. yeah. She's playing an entirely different game to us. Uh, Alexander says, Ilhan Oman spills the beans as she revealed the double standard. Uh, we can have politicians declare their loyalty to Israel or pass laws against boycotting Israel, but do that for any other country and suddenly it's a problem. There is no complaint that can be leveled at Omar for this that shouldn't also be leveled at 90% of the rest of the US politicians regarding Israel. Yeah, that's why I brought it up. Yeah, that's why Nikki Haley is such an embarrassment. But so, I mean, just all of them. What's, um, what's the Kentucky guy? Um, Rand Paul. No, no, no. The uh, McConnell... The, he, he's kind of a freakish queer guy. Oh, who to judge? No, no, I know what you mean. Le, is it Leslie? So Leslie, Leslie Graham. Leslie Graham. Is yeah, it. yeah. He, he you know, bomb Iran, bomb Iran. Is real first. It's like, what the hell are you? You know, what are you doing? You know, you're just some weird gay freak from Kentucky or whatever. What, what are you doing? Mm. Like, why do you care about like Israel and Iran? I, th I think he's being told what to say. Well, yeah, what I've heard, obviously. Um, but anyway, same, uh, same with Justin Trudeau. He's being told what to say. Oh, doubtless. Um, there's no <laughs> substitute drama teacher has some ideas on politics. Um, Omar says, if Ilhan gets kicked out for a foreign allegiance, I imagine the other dual nationals in government are going to be sweating bullets. Uh, yeah, that's probably why she won't be kicked out for a foreign allegiance. Uh, Andrew says, Ilhan Omar is a traitor and should be treated as such. Yeah. The fact that refugees are given voting rights is utterly appalling. The results of what we're seeing here. I mean, yeah, that's literally how can how can a refugee be allowed to run a state or be a part a representative for a state? Sure. Right, Stanton Stanton. Anyway, <clears throat> Kevin says to get citizenship in the US, she had to swear allegiance to the USA. To enter the Senate, she had to swear allegiance to the USA. So she lied twice. Definitely a Democrat. It's a good point. It's made multiples. I, I assume she swore on the Quran. I'll check, probably. You know, obviously, she's going to. Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's a Thomas Jefferson one that, that, that was published in 1755, somewhere around that time. Really? Yeah. Um, I think uh, the Quran that they have was bought because supposedly in those days, Islam was known, known, known for being moderate and uh, accepting and reasonable. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is true that Islam has become more radical. tolerant. That's the word I'm looking for. And also tolerant as well. It, it is true that Islam had has radicalized in the last 200 years. Yeah. It actually didn't used to be like it is now. Um, but Ewan says, I imagine the left's yelling, Yas Queen Slay. Yeah, I bet they are. Uh, George says, The shallow women with body dysmorphia are getting as ugly on the outside as they are on the inside. 
quote a Bill Burr joke, you can either look like a 40-year-old woman or a 30-year-old lizard. The choice is yours, ladies. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not. It just looks so plastic and fake. Like I can't find it attractive at all. Um, Omar says, just like TV skewering people's perception on demographics, I would bet my money that these women are using filters or comparing its edited photos. Uh, yeah, and they're all telling each other on Instagram, oh, this, this looks amazing. Yeah, sure. Does it? So on uh, Snopes, they say that it's uh, half true that she oh. was swallowed on the Quran. On uh, Ilhan Omar's website... She swore, she, swore to, <laughs> she swore to Somalia, not to America, right? That's the... <laughs> they say, um, no, she was, it was just uh, for a photo shoot. Oh. But on Ilhan Omar's website, she says, yes, I used the Quran. It was the Quran that belonged to my grandfather. Okay. So, I always love that, though, with Snopes. is like, oh, it's made, half true. It's true then. Anyway, but wasting my time. (laughs) Yeah, there there is a a copy of the Quran that uh, the the, the Congress and the Senate, Senate keep Capitol Hill keeps. Okay, you know they used to have a Muhammad statue. (coughs) Oh, did they take it down? So they used to have it on the things of the Supreme Court building. Yeah, one of every lawmaker. Yeah, and the old Americans in the 1700s thought "Eh, he's one of them. Well, didn't really know what a Muslim was. No, no, they they knew what Muslims were, and there's no not really. They they did. They wouldn't have made a statue of him. Well, no, like, no. At a time when you only know the Barbary pirates, I really don't think Americans at that time really understood Islam in the slightest. Well, I mean, they had a copy of the Quran. Like, they, 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 they knew that Islam was one of the great world religions and that Muhammad is the great lawgiver of Islam. Like, that's, that's not... I wasn't denying that. Yeah, I know, but they, they would know this. And so they, um, they had him up as just a representative, one of the great lawgivers of the tradition that they felt themselves to be in. Not necessarily that they agree with Islam. I, I didn't say that they didn't know that. I said that they don't understand Islam, or you wouldn't have built the statue. So they know he's one of the lawgivers, but then they built a massive statue of him. And then, obviously, in modern times, realized, oh, that's a bit of a faux pas, and yeah, took sure. it down. And well, hit. I imagine the left were complaining, right? I think it was in the what, early 1900s or something. Like some M- ambassador turned up and was like, "What's that?" And they had to explain. And he was like, "Eh." <laughs> like, what have you done that for? Uh, are, you, are, you, are you referring to the meeting? Where uh, Thomas Jefferson and John, I think, I think it's John Adams, went on went on to be presidents, met the ambassador for Tripoli in London. It's much later, much yeah. later than that. Oh, okay, that, that's, that's one seven, seventeen eighty nine, something around that time. Okay. But that's a perfect example of how naive the Americans were about Islam, because that yeah. meeting, maybe you'll tell it better than I. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I'm, unfortunately, I, I didn't have a chance to research it, but uh, um, basically, what happened is after seventeen seventy six, um, the uh, the American merchant fleet lost the protection of, of the Royal Navy, and therefore the Barbary pirates uh, based out of Libya, Algeria, and Tunisia um, started attacking uh, American ships and enslaving the American crews. And, um, and in the end, the Americans, Americans uh, were forced to pay 40% of their GDP <laughs> in uh, basically in protection money to, to the Barbary, Barbary pirates. And they met, uh, say, and uh, Jefferson and Adams met uh, the, the ambassador for, for Tripoli in, in, in Algeria, I think. Uh, Tripoli it's in, in London. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, in London there. They, they met in London. Um, I say 1789. And they, they, uh, they were asked why they attacked American ships. And basically the answer that, that, uh, that uh, came back from the, from the ambassador was, you aren't Muslims. Yeah, you're kafars, and our religion yeah. instructs us to enslave you. Indeed, yeah. Like he was talking to a child. Yeah. So what do you mean? What? what? <laughs> like, you it, don't even know I th- why I think he actually used the phrase, it is our duty. Oh. 
So that's when Jefferson got his Quran. Someone's uh, super chatted in to yeah, say, sure, because he heard that and went, "Oh, oh dear." Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, the, 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 uh, the, uh, in 1816, uh, the uh, combined British and Dutch navy destroyed Al- uh, destroyed uh, Tripoli. Yeah, the, no, it was Algiers, but the battle, the uh, siege of Algiers, and we finally rid rid of Europe of, uh, of of slavery of uh, Europeans by yeah. by uh, the Barbary Coast. Get what you deserve. Yeah. Uh, Arizona Desert Rat says, I believe some of these people can have an addiction to plastic surgery, just like you can have an addiction to drugs, alcohol, gaming, etc. Well, that explains the bog and dogs, right? Yeah. Like, you know, your cheeks don't just keep getting bigger unless you've got some sort of congenital disease. Uh, Absolutely an addiction. There are surgeons in the US who have stopped doing surgeries for people who seem to have roots addiction. There are even patients who have tried suing surgeons for not uh, providing treatment. Blimey. Well, the, the thing that strikes me is, I, I, you know, with all this vanity, you know, there are people who people in the developing world who have hair, lips, and things like yeah. that. You know, who will never get that. You know, never, never be treated at all. You know, where, you know, where's your gratitude? Yep. You know, and it, that's what it's like living in the border of our west. Uh, the Crusader says, "Geez, those Bogunov twins look like spitting image characters." Well, that's why they're a meme. Uh, those women with huge lips, meanwhile, look like the Lady Gremlin from Gremlins too. Yes. Um, Brian says, fashion designers use boyish models because most of the industry are gay and have no interest in boobs. That's one of the theories, that, yeah. That definitely would explain a lot, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah. Because all I'm thinking is literally, I mean, you know, when, when I was a young man, you had like FHM loaded, like the lads mags. And on like Kelly Brook. Do you know who Kelly Brook is? No. John, can you get a picture of Kelly Brook up, please? Preferably one with some clothes on. Hands <laughs> um, on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kelly Kelly Brook was like the platonic example of one of these women, right? She's a bit old now. I always love when, because I had this happened with Dan where he was showing me beautiful women from the past, and it's like, okay. But just Kelly Brook, like FHM or something. There we go, right? So, Good heavens. Yeah, what, what, what you notice about this is that she's not starved skinny or anything, and she's voluptuous. She's got some meat on the bone. Yeah, exactly. She is a curvaceous woman because men like curves. Yeah. And when men design a magazine to sell to men, you do not have the weird hollowed out cheeks yeah. or anything like this. You know, no, you have massive boobs and a massive bum, right? Because yeah. that's what men generally are into. And so, like you say, uh, Brian, like they use boyish models because the industry gay and have no interest in boobs. That may well be true. Sure. Uh, I haven't got a better explanation. Well, indeed, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like you know, you know, like, I, you know, Leilani Dowling. You know, that's that's my kind of good-looking lady. You know, I don't know who that is actually. Uh, Leilani, she's um, oh, uh, Leilani Dowling. Uh, she's former Miss England. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sophie says what these women also get is buccal fat removal. The buccal fat is a fat piece in your mouth cheek. So by removing, having a syringe inside your mouth, sucking it out. There's no visible scarring as the procedure takes place inside of the mouth, and it's meant to make your cheekbones look more visible. Yeah, but nobody was asking for that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, for some reason, these women have decided that's good. But at no point were people, were men like, oh, you know what Kelly Brook needs? More weirdly indented cheeks so she looks like a skeleton. Sure. You know, nobody ever said that about her, weirdly enough. There yeah. You go. Yeah. Like, no, no man's like, yeah, she's, I just can't see enough of her cheekbone. Um, She's, she's mixed race, so a uh, mother's uh, Filipino and her dad's uh, English. Okay. Um, 
But uh, the pro procedure is apparently irreversible too. And it just looks horrible, especially on these pretty young women. I think mm. I'll keep my round face, thanks. Yeah, I mean, no man has ever been like, yeah, no, sorry, your cheek's too fat. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I'm not dating you. Look at your fat cheeks. <laughs> get out of here. Go get buckle fat removal surgery. I'm asking you about it because you've had your lips done, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not. Oh, this yeah. is mad. Um, expert women judges. Where's Dan? Yeah, good point. Uh, Lord Nerevar says, it's mad how Erin will flatly deny having any cosmetic surgery when you can literally look at her and see the evidence. Ladies, we can see when you've had yourself cut up and put back together and we do not find it attractive. I speak for myself here, but I'll always take a natural 7 out of 10 woman over the woman who has scarred herself to become a 10. Yeah. I don't even think she becomes a 10. That's the mm. thing. Like, I, I, I really just don't see it as necessary at all. Um, when it comes to the MAGA border, though, uh, Bjorn says, if Trump was to build a wall, he should go as big as possible and make the Great Wall of China pale in comparison. Uh, HR Slave says, why do the MSM always make Trump seem way more base than he ends up actually being? That's a good question, though, isn't it? They desire to have a legitimate enemy. When Trump's making reasonable statements that most people agree with, they can't be like, well, look, that's Hitler. You know? But if Trump's like, I'm literally going to exterminate every immigrant in America, they be like, see, Hitler, we told you. <laughs> the public still go hmm yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just how many alligators will that require <laughs> long as you don't mean any more Texas <laughs> she will make the sparks a bit longer a yeah. bit sharper oh boy the thing is though as Arizona bad the impaler over there <laughs> Arizona Desert Rat is pointing out there are some uh, technical hiccups in the Trump alligator wall because alligators will only be effective in, among the Rio Grande River in Texas the rest of the border is desert See, you're just going to have to dig. No, but the thing is, uh, Desert Rat, they're going to dig a big trench and fill it with water and then fill that with alligators. Oh, question. Will it be on the American side or the, or the Mexican side of the, of the wall? Looks like for. for, for well, the... you'll need the moat on the Mexican side. Yeah. Okay, fine. Not necessarily. It would be quite amusing. Uh, so the nice. Um, they just, jump over into the alligators. Just as a point of policy. So the Serbian Hungarian one. Yeah. So for about. 10 meters mm. from the border. The Hungarian government owns all that land. So if you do make it over, you're still on a Hungarian government property, which you're not allowed to trespass on. So then they just shove you back over to Serbia. Good thinking. So as long as you take a uh, public domain, a good section, do whatever you want with it. And it also means if you do catch them in that uh, sure. area, you can just go, bye-bye. Yeah, no, <coughs> no I, I, I can't believe when I saw images of Polish public arts taking in uh, illegal migrants, handcuffing them, searching them, and just throwing them back again, you know, with returning them to the border. It's just you know? sensible. If only... Oh my God, law enforcement? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Arizona Desert makes a good point here. Um, where there is desert, though, there's an increase in mountain lions and jaguars along the border. Uh, there are jaguars apparently popping up on the border of New Mexico and Arizona. Um, so, I mean, nature can take its course. Or is that just Donald Trump with a new... Uh... <laughs> Bringing around trucks full of them and just releasing them. Yeah. Anyway, we're out of time. Mm -hmm. If you'd uh, like to get more of David, where would they find you? I'm Dave Atherton20 um, uh, on Twitter. Um, oh, there we are. There we go. I, I don't work for Europe because. Did Jeremy uh, Clarkson call you half assed? Sorry? Jeremy Clarkson called you half assed. Right, okay. The, the, the full phrase is I, this is deliberately self uh, deprecating. Yeah, David Atherton is half assed. I hope it gets fully asked soon. Well, you got to work on that. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's, it's deliberately self-deprecating rather than, you know, whatever. It's, 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 I, I, how I first got involved in TV work and, and media work and radio and 
podcasting. I used to be, I still am chairman of Food and Matures, I spoke as rights group. That's how I began my career you know, in broadcasting. Um, so, um, yeah, selfish smoke. Well, when I was, when I was on, that was when I was on ITV. Mm-hmm. And uh, daily, the, the, the Daily Mirror's headline was "Selfish Smoker Thinks You Should Should Have to Walk Through a Cloud of Smoke When You, when you Enter a Hospital." And <laughs> we have smoke machines. Say <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeremy Clark. You know, he, uh, I wrote I wrote him a letter, and, and he published uh, uh, an article in um, uh, in the Sun. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've just had a, a person in touch with me who, who sounds a bit half-assed. I hope he gets fully asked fairly soon. So that's the background to that. Right, fair enough. There we are. Uh, we'll be back in half an hour for the Rumble stream. So if you want to watch that, come and join. Uh, otherwise, bye-bye. Thank you.